Welcome to episode 388 of the Doctor Day, Doctor Who Podcast. My name is Jason, and that's my wife, Ginger. Hello. Today we're going to talk about episode 3 of Destiny of the Daleks. Yes, again we see the the rocks fall on the the Movellan, and everyone rushes to her side, and uh, sees that they think she's dead. Um, And then... Davros is awakened and Davros starts talking to himself about this great becoming of his Dalek race and the doctor goes right in and starts and uh, talks to him and meets him part way because he starts moving out the doorway and then the doctor says something about um, last time I saw you you were dead or you, you were, I saw you get destroyed no, I, I could not be destroyed. I have to, I have to help my Daleks, my master, my superior race, and everything. And the doctor grabs the back of his little chair and wheels him around, and then wheels him out of the the tremor zone as they um, get farther and farther away from there to try to escape the Daleks that are outside. The Daleks are coming to um, the third level to where they've been drilling to to find what they've been looking for and then they scan and they see that Davros is gone and then they they see a view from Dalek's eye view of the ground and they see humanoid footprints and that they lead off in a certain direction they start yelling emergency emergency Davros has been stolen, you know. <laughs> and then the, as the Doctor and Romana and Tyson um, move farther away, the Doctor's just zipping Davros around the corners <laughs> and around here and there as they get away. We see that back in the uh, section that collapsed, the Movellan's hand fingers start to move. She is alive under the rubble. The Doctor of Romana and uh, try to clear some of the rocks out of the way in uh, one area where they stopped and uh, sends Tyson out to watch for Daleks. But they make a, a no-go and they just make a mess of it and pull rocks out of the way, but nothing useful. So they... Um, So he tells uh, Tyson to help barricade the door, comes back, and um, they move a big piece of broken sheet metal in front of the doorway to give them some cover. The doctor then sends Ramona and Tyson um, out through an opening in the wall to try to get to the Mavellan spaceship, tell the Mavellans that they need help to come and get Davros, what the Daleks were after, um, it's back to the ship and away from the Daleks, to keep them from the Daleks. And the Doctor and Davros have a chat. He says, you know, you can't tempt, you can't uh, change the destiny, the Daleks' destiny. Um, the Daleks need me. Meanwhile, the, the doctor says, um, 
yes, he does feel like tampering with that. And uh, tells him to be quiet while he goes off to work on one of the explosive charges the Daleks have been using for their drilling and um, operations. And Davos spouts on about how they, they need him for this and how he's going to um, teach them and he has new plans for them. The doctor disagrees and says, well, they don't need you. They've left you here dead for centuries. What makes you think they need you? And what's so special about the Mavellans in this? The Mavellans on their ship have readings and on their view screen, they see that um, they realize that the Daleks were after Davros and they have a, a reading with his name and how he began, that he was a mutated humanoid form, and um, that information will be processed, they say. Romana and Tyson are hiding from a Dalek patrol, and uh, Tyson says he'll draw off the Dalek while Romana runs to the ship. So um, Tyson runs, or walks, climbs and walks along a ledge of rock, Romana hides until she can start to run away. Um, Tyson must make a noise as the Dalek turns and blasts some of the rocks and draws fire away from Romana. Davros tells the doctor how he was not destroyed uh, the last time they met because he had a secondary life support and his vital organs were in stasis and he's just been waiting for this to be rescued by his, his lovable Daleks and um, says he cannot allow himself the luxury of death while the Daleks are not yet the supreme rulers of the universe. He has to be able to help them with that first. So the uh, Daleks blast down the doorway and the Doctor stands right there with Davros and he's got the explosive charge wired up and he threatens the Daleks that he will blow up Davros, throw the explosive device in Davros' chair um, and they're, they're still not backing down and they say that they will only obey Davros. So Davros tells them, tells them to stand down says to the doctor how much time you've the doctor's just buying time he says to them but they they obey they agree so Romana reaches the Mavellans and informs them that the doctor needs help she sees on the screen that they already have a picture of Davros and she asks him um, why do you already have that why do you already know that the Mavellan commander tells Romana that she needs to uh, to stay there in the ship while he sends a team out. The, the Daleks in the standoff with the doctor have brought in a group of slave laborers and they call one forward and they begin exterminating them. The doctor watches his two get exterminated before he gives up and he says that he'll give them Davros on his terms. They let all the slaves go, no questions, let them leave, and give the doctor a minute to get away 
to get clear. But still they won't accept it. They want to start, continue exterminating the prisoners until Davros again tells them to obey and to agree. And they say, we obey. So the doctor attaches the bomb to the bottom of Davros's chair and he tells him that he has a remote detonation via his sonic screwdriver that he needs time enough to get away and if they do anything with the bomb he'll detonate it and so he agrees let the doctor leave the doctor waits a considerable amount of time Davros tells the Daleks to remove the device remove the device which they do and as two of them are carrying it in their sucker their little plunger attachments, the doctor activates the bomb and he explodes it and two of the Daleks are blown up. Davros is fine. Davros doesn't care. He, the device is not on him anymore, so he goes off with some other of his Daleks and wants to hear all of their stories. How successful they were, what their failures were, he wants to know everything. So Ramana again is talking to the Ramalvelans and again commander tells her that she needs to stay in the ship. Um, one of them reports over to the commander and Romana sees it as the Mavellan who had been covered by the rock slide. She says, she was dead. The Mavellan then uses her weapon to stun Romana and she falls to the ground. The commander says that they must prepare to destroy this planet once they acquire their new objective, which is the Doctor. The Doctor is hiding from a Dalek patrol, um, and he finds the remains of a Kalid mutant, and he says he knows that's why the Daleks, what the Daleks are here for, what they really want. And uh, you see the Mavellans are setting up cylinder, you know, clear plastic, um, tube, and they put this black device with a counter on the inside of it. Tyson catches up with the doctor and he tells him that he's met with the prisoners that were released, the slave labor that were let go by the Daleks, and um, he's trying to organize them into um, an army. If they can only find weapons, they'll fight back, fight against the Daleks or the doctor. As the doctor and Tyson are talking, a Dalek comes up to where they are sitting and threatens them, but then a Mavellan comes up and she shoots, shoots and kills the Dalek and then tries to capture the doctor, um, who's kind of confused as to why he, they wanted to take him by force when he was probably going to go back to their ship anyway. Um, but so he seems like he's going to walk along when he turns around and grabs their weapon and he and Tyson kind of throw it back and forth, play keep away with it, which just confuses her and she falls to the ground and seems to be passed out. The doctor examines her and she's a robot. This is nothing different than the Daleks, he says. So the Commander and some other Mavellans are 
um, going to test this device that's inside the tube and he calls it a Nova device which is um, if it were not contained within the testing tube the uh, when it's exploded it would immediately change the planet's atmosphere to be incendiary inflammatory so that it would just burn itself out but they test the device and blow it up and they see this explosion but um, that's been contained within this tube that they built. The commander is, uh, says that uh, they still can't get the doctor to, they attempt to get the doctor to come back to the ship and failed to, and the doctor had failed. So he says, um, we'll have to get him out into open somehow. So they are going, looks at Romana, who is still sleeping, um, still passed out from her being attacked, and so they're going to lure the doctor out into the open with Romana. So we see that she's been placed in the tube with another Nova device. As the doctor comes walking along with Tyson, he sees that she's placed in there, and he comes over and he can't budge the tube, he can't take off the top of it, and he can't, you know, Romana's passed out, so she can't hear him rapping on the side of it. And the countdown is at 35 seconds. And we end. Not bad for a third episode. No, because we started and I said, oh, it's a third episode. So, you know, those are historically pretty bad. But um, I think I've shown to be wrong. Pretty uh, a more uh, pretty action packed, you know, compared to our first episode and even the last one. Last one had a little more, but this had a little more action to it and a little more development. Mm-hmm. I think um, more uh, intriguing events with concerning the Mavellans and their role in this. Which is really good because the Daleks are the Daleks are the Daleks. You know, there's not, you know, there's there's not there's, a lot of growth. No, there's not a lot of growth with them. No, <laughs> they're always you know after um, they're always having people dig. <laughs> yeah, they are very interested in mining. Yes, they're always mining and having humanoids, as they said in the last one, clear up the mess with you know, these baskets and they've got this high-tech machinery to drill but they get slave labor to clear it all away which we've seen numerous times every time we've seen the Daleks we have human slaves only every time we see them (laughs) so they as as big a villain as they are um, them they as well as the Cybermen are kind of repetitive, kind of uh, same. You know, there's not much different uh, in what they're doing. So it is nice, in a way, to have this secondary threat that we're not quite sure is a threat, a real mm-hmm. threat, um, to have this, this other element to it. And, and we find out little, little glimpses here and there about like the hand moving under the rubble, it's like, so she's not dead. Um, 
and how they're tracking things like the Daleks have found out and Davros and it's all very shady about what the, what they're doing still. Um, so I thought that was very, it drove, drove the story quite a bit mm-hmm. um, and made us uh, make it through it. But yeah, <laughs> it just cracked me up how fast the doctor was wheeling Davros around the corner. <laughs> like, ooh, I'll make him dizzy. One thing that bothered me, though, was how quick the doctor was to blow up Davros. Yeah, is that the the dark side of the doctor coming out? Yeah, pretty much. Davros just brings out the worst in him. The Daleks do, don't they? Yeah, they really do. The Daleks and the Cybermen. Um, Probably rightfully so, but... Yes. Because that's when we, we saw uh, his dark side a bit more, is there, with the um, the Vulcans. The, yeah, the Vulcans. Revenge of the Cybermen. Yeah, Revenge of the Cybermen. With the Vulcans. With the, the guy who was working with them on the planet of gold in it. Um, who turned the Cybermat on him. The doctor turned the Cybermat loose on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's just they just bring out the the darkness in the doctor, don't they? Um, yeah, and again, he's trying to blow him up. Well, should think that he did actually, although he doesn't apparently. Yeah. Um, I thought oh, another oh, funny thing the doctor said. He says something about, "Well, last time I saw you, I thought, I, you know, you were." destroyed or something and then the doctor the uh, Davros goes on and on about um, he was there to you know see the glory of his Daleks and says well I see that long rest hasn't cured your megalomania <laughs> or has done nothing to cure your megalomania that made me laugh um, and then again he says something when he's talking about the Explosive device he's fixed to his chair. He's like, boom, boom, Davros. <laughs> it just seems out of character. To I, me. I know. It, it, in a way, I guess. Or is it just a part of his character we just don't like very much? Maybe. Not one that they show very often if it is. True. Well, they got a stretch there. From third to fourth doctor, I think, where we saw quite a bit of the kind of dark side. Another little funny thing that Romana says to the doctor, and once he and Tyson and she have found a big piece of uh, sheet metal to cover the doorway with, try to barricade themselves in away from the doctor, she says, That wouldn't keep out a determined mouse. <laughs> Since we were talking about Davros, one thing I wanted to mention is that you can really tell that it's not Michael Wisher. Yes. I don't think he's doing a bad job, though. No, but th- there's just a quality, a wavering quality to the voice, I think, that's just not there. That I was. The liner notes said to. that he was specifically making sure not to imitate Wisher, though. Mm hmm. And maybe that's part of what you're noticing. Yeah, 
You said something about not having a cycling. Yeah, they aren't doing the sort of raspy or uh, the Dalek voice. Yeah, a little uh, less of electro yeah. cycling. Uh, electronic. Uh, it would kind of slip to a little bit of elect like electrifying voice. Right. But sometimes it'd be a little more normal, but a little. It just uh, sounded a little more ominous before he did. Oh, the uh, production notes pointed out that when they bring in this parade of prisoners, slaves, that they're going to start exterminating um, if, to get the doctor to give in to what they want. And they mention a whole bunch of different costume bits that mm -hmm. they've thrown together, like a, a draconian's robe, um, uh, something else from the Sisters of Karn, Sisterhood of Karn from yep. Raymond Morbius and the trousers from uh, one of the robots of death. <laughs> yep, you could see the yeah. pants of the super Vok. Yes. I think it was a super Vok. As soon as they started mentioning, it's like, oh yeah, the shiny, like, silvery gold or yep. gold pants. Like, oh. I think they might not have noticed. I mean, I might have like, hey, that kind of looks familiar. Um, but they're supposed to be all from different areas and planets and systems that the Daleks have picked up and made work on Scarrow here. Um, <laughs> this is, um, whatever you can find in the in the wardrobe, you know, put it on. And they did. Yeah. And battered it up a little bit. You know, so it looks dirty and filthy and like they've been working in the mines. Did a pretty good job of that, too. Yeah. Working in the Skyro mines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have a whole lot else. Do you? There were quite a few prop problems. Well, by props, I mean Dalek problems. Oh, yes. At one point, when the Daleks are exiting, it, the actor almost looks like he must have stood up because the top half separated from the bottom half for a second. Oh, that's always fun when that happens. <laughs> I didn't notice if you could see anything of the actor inside. But uh, I think the camera angle was wrong, but it was still pretty obvious. Yeah. And then you follow that up with Davros leading the the lineup. And as he's wheeling himself along, actor's obviously using his feet because you can see the actor bobbing from left to right. Yeah. As wobbling. he pushes himself along. He looks like he's wobbling. Yes. Because of that. Yeah. And then... It was hard to describe with a straight face. Um, and it didn't really succeed um, when the two Daleks take the the explosive device off Davros's chair. Mm -hmm. You see this canister in a cylinder, which looks like, you know... Looks like a pill. Canister, huh? Yeah. 
like a cancer hairspray made into a look like a capsule, a contact capsule or something with just those solid colors. And um, I was always fascinated by the little beads inside the contact. Oh, yes. sorry. <laughs> I know. Stupid memory, but I know. I always wanted to take them apart and see. Oh, little tiny like gumballs or something. shouldn't make things to look interesting to children like that especially drugs some kind or another you know um, and um, but the little their little sucker arms are trying to hold on to this canister <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous it's just barely touching it you can see yeah. it's not stuck on or anything and they're just trying to maintain it's like I wonder how many times they dropped it <laughs> I know it's wrong to be my first thought but how many times did they drop that on the floor while they were trying to film that little segment yeah no kidding the tape didn't hold or... yeah I didn't see the double sided tape no I didn't either did you I did think the the bit where Romana and Tyson are trying to go back to the ship to the Movellans was a little unnecessary. Which part? They're, they go outside because the doctor sends them out the, the window there right. to go back to the um, ship and they're hiding in the rocks and they see the Dalek and he says, well you run on, I think the ship is this way and I'll try to distract him and then so Tyson climbs along the rock wall and Ramana runs a little bit and then hides a little more and watches and then he climbs along the wall a little more and then the Dalek shoots at the Oh that scene. Yeah. Yeah. That was just That was a little time filler. Yeah. Yeah. And then It was funny that the Movellan commander tells Romana twice that she has to stay in the ship. It's like, okay, you already told her to stay in the ship. You stay here. He's sending section whatever, unit number five or whatever out to, to help. Um, anyway, I feel like they're maybe they wanted to have more there, but they just repeated kind of what happened in the last time they talked. Maybe they, maybe they put that into a previous scene when it shouldn't didn't belong. It was more effective to have her be told to stay there and then turn and see, Oh hey, you were the dead you were the dead Movellon. What happened to, you know, and then so they shoot her. earlier where she questions how they already have this information about Davos. It, it didn't really need to go ahead and tell her to stay there and then repeat himself and tell her to stay there again. That was seems like they maybe they rewrote something mm, that didn't go back and and just they just let him say the, the line again I guess. I'm not quite sure where the doctor is going with 
actually found the found the bit of mutant, which yeah, was like that was really weird. It looked like a cross between silly putty and that um, goop goop or slime you used slime. to buy slime um, as a toy. Yeah. Yes, the United States we had a toy called slime. <clears throat> Sounds like a made-up toy, if ever there was one. Yeah. Yeah, it was a plastic container full of slime. Uh, But that's kind of what this thing looks like, that he, like, handles in his hand and throws on the ground, and it kind of moves a little bit to stretch back out into its shape. It's kind of (laughs) creepy. So that's what he was there going for. They got the creep factor out of that stuff. Um, Maybe it was just a piece of latex or something that colored or I don't know that or it was a really bad big piece of chewing gum mm. no it didn't look like chewing gum no um, but I'm not quite sure where they're going with that um, being a collared mutant Mm-mm. I, I don't know if it has to do with the fact that the doctor referred to the Daleks now as being all robotic which was kind of weird. Mm. Yeah, especially since we... All along they've been a casing with a rider. Right. Now they're just a... And that's how they were created. Sentient casing. Yeah. Which is a departure from what we have always known about Daleks and what we continue to know about Daleks. So that will be a, a good thing to find out more about as we move on to our next mm-hmm. conclusion episode. Cliffhanger? Yeah. Um, well, Ramana does seem to be in quite a direct danger. Yeah. Um, She's kind of, well, she's new to this regeneration, Mm -hmm. so it's not inconceivable that she might not continue. I wouldn't think it's likely that she wouldn't be continuing. She stopped her heart's and feigned death once already. So it could be worse. But it also could be better, because usually putting their companion in danger is, it's it's effective for drawing the doctor, but it's not effective to make us really believe that she's going to die. Right. But I think with this one, there there could be a little question. Probably not so much, but I just think it might be a little bit there think that she isn't going to stay and it could be that something happens. You? I'm torn. It's, I know that nothing's going to happen to her. But they've set up an interesting problem, I guess. In that 
how is the doctor, I mean, the doctor doesn't even know what's going to happen when the timer counts down. He just is assuming what's going to happen. But, um, he kind of has to assume that. Yeah. No. Anytime you see numbers ticking downwards. It never means anything good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean that's when the tube's going to open and set her free. Yeah. Usually. No, not usually. Could but be still, sick. I know that she's not really in any danger. Yeah. So it's hard for me to separate from that. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, we'll find out how we end everything next time. Yep. That's what we will talk about tomorrow when we talk about episode four of Destiny of the Daleks. So join us then and thank you for listening.